Okay, ah, okay, it's, it's intros, intros dead, dead easy. It goes a little something uh, like this. <laughs> so, so, ready for this? So, I'm going to mix it up a little bit tonight because I'm going to ask Dan the question, and I think you'll agree that this one's a bit of a doozy because you can see down here. It says there, he doesn't know yet. Very confusing. Anyway, play some damn music. gentlemen welcome to this another episode of screwdriver with a twist i'm mark p and he's danny ace or dan agar professional what job your your choice i'm either gonna have a vodka orange juice which is a screwdriver or i'm actually gonna have a screwdriver with me <laughs> just for what you're doing three intro. episodes in i'm disappointed you haven't done that already I know. I would have thought by now I'd have one, but I don't. So never mind. So another week, couple of weeks has gone by. Do you have any social media yet? No, no, <laughs> oh, no I don't. Dear me, have you got anything at all you'd like to plug to the people? Um, <laughs> do you still have your you know, photography website? I think that's about everything right now. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, as Dan doesn't bother having social media, fuck it, send me stuff instead. So, my Instagram and my Facebook are down below. And, yeah, um, I post these vids a couple of days early on the old uh, Facebook page because, you know, that's what I've said. a couple of MG things as well you post, like... Well, on my Instagram, it's pretty much all MG things or workouts or pictures of me. I, I don't have Instagram anymore, so I don't know. I did used to have one, yeah, but... Yeah, I remember you. You'd send me wrestling clips. On the old DMs, which is always the highlight of my day, like a little gift or have you seen this crazy spot that's gone down or something like that? And then all of a sudden you vanished off Instagram. It was one of those, oh, well, there it was actually, it's a funny story. Like, I, I won't, I won't, you know, give you the long version. The short version for anyone who cares is that I, I changed my phone and I don't remember my login details and the email that I used, I don't remember the password for. Amazing. So, Amazing. yeah. You're uh, much clearer. Your camera is much clearer this time, isn't it? Maybe it's the light. I don't know. I don't... Well, I mean, you're you're not pixelated at all now. <sighs> yeah, it makes change. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I said at the very start, tonight I'm going to ask Dan a question, and I've given him absolutely no pointers at all. But what's interesting oh, is that we played, what time were we on? So it's about one o'clock in the morning. So we played Halo for three hours, and which interestingly started turning into a wrestling conversation. And Dan, actually at one point, just in a passing comment actually said the exact words that I'm about to ask him as a question. I was just like, oh, fucking hell. That's a, an interesting one. So I, I, I think I already know what, I, what he's going to say. So this one could be a very short episode, indeed. But If not, I'll just ask you my next question. That's all good. Which, yeah, I suppose. So, are you ready? Go for it. It'll pop up on the screen for you right now. So the, uh, my question to Dan, to you, Dan, is, in your opinion, as a fan and as yourself, so like a, a two-part answer, please, when was or is the best time to be a wrestling fan? Uh, I've kind of, you know, stepping on the feet of what I was going to ask you, but it's hey. cool. Um, okay, from 
I became a fan in, in the Attitude Era. So the first thing I ever saw was, uh, as far as wrestling goes, I knew about Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, you know, names get thrown around, Ric Flair. When I was a kid, I knew about those things. But when I became a fan was when I saw the, uh, I was at a friend's house and we put on, they had WrestleMania 14. Now I was just like over there with, with a few guys. I, I wasn't, you know, there for the wrestling. Was this in 1998? Yes, yeah, 1998, yeah. So I, the first thing I remember ever seeing was the build-up package for Taker vs. Kane um, at Mania 14. That was the first thing. And then right after that, you had the build-up for Tyson, Austin, Michael. Of course, yeah. So that kind of sold me on the whole entertainment aspect of it. And I thought, oh, yeah, I get it. I understand now. Um, as far as the best time to be a fan, I mean, that's when I became a fan, but... And, you know, for me that was great because after that everything was awesome. You know, <laughs> I, you know, cue the song. But I, uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it from that point out. And I remember my, I was in Asda one day and I saw a videotape for King of the Ring '98. And uh, my my nan actually bought it for me, and I went home and watched it with my grandparents. And nice. uh, love that. yeah, and, and and from that day, you know, we we had something new to talk about. That was it. Uh, the best time to be a wrestling fan for me, in my opinion, there's two two answers to that question. Number one uh, was for me personally, I think it was that period because it was still new, it was still fresh, it was still something that I I was getting into. And you know, when you, when you find something that you know you, you you don't know a lot about, but it interests you, you you go and find everything you can about it. Now, back in that day, you didn't have the internet and stuff like that. So it was all videotapes and uh, and things like that. So and and magazines we had at school. You know, people used to you know pass around the WWF magazine and then the WWF magazine, which I'm sure you've uh, got loads of in your garage. But yeah, so there was that time for me personally. But as far as being a fan goes, I think just around the time. And this this like I said, it steps on the, the feet of what I was going to ask you because I I was going to talk about the invasion. Um, Angel, and I think you know, ne- is, right, that, is that next episode, folks? It will be, yeah. Because I, I can't ask you that question now. But the um, oh, not spoilers. But um, I think around the time that you know, all the all three companies, all the three American companies, were doing their best business. So as much as we like to hate on 1998, 1999 and say, you know, they had bad, you know, pay-per-views and as far as the art, the wrestling wasn't there, that was the best time to be a fan, you know, throughout the, throughout the, the Attitude Era with, with the, the Monday Night Wars going on. That, for me, is what I would say is the best time to be a wrestling fan. And I've, I've watched it since and, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in WrestleManias and things, but as far as watching it and, you know, Two WrestleManias. Two, two yeah. WrestleManias is plural. Like, fucking hey. I will say anything from, you know, because now having established myself as a wrestling fan and, and being able to use the, you know, network and pick out what I want to watch, anything from 1996 to 2001, that time period, I will say, is the best time to be a wrestling fan. Because um, they are still the, the the time period. That's still the time period that attracts me to it. I will still go back and watch things from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you right now who's champion. I can't tell you right now who's on the roster. We discussed this in a previous episode. But for me, that time, um, not just because it was new for me, but because it was 
as far as I'm concerned, it was the, the best television that WWE, WCW, even ECW could produce. Hmm. And it was great to have that variety. You don't really have variety anymore. You know, you have the internet and you have streaming sites so people can pick what they want to watch. You know, if you if you you're not happy with WWE, you can go watch AEW. If you're not happy with AEW, you go watch New Japan and, and so on. But for me, and I'm not leaving out TNA for all the TNA marks out there, but <laughs> for me, '96 to 2001 in that time period was probably the best time to be a fan, and that was when I became a fan, and I will stick by that. So, what about you? Well, what got me started on this um, this train of thought was. For some reason, some the thing that popped into my head was um, there are wrestling fans out there who have only known Michael Cole be the lead commentator on WWE. And I thought to myself, you always got to Cole. You have such beef with Cole. I don't like Michael. Like, I don't like Michael. We Cole. can't even watch Mania Fifteen without the sound off. <laughs> but what what that got me thinking was that these same fans say say you're fourteen years old, right? And yeah. you've, you've watched wrestling all your life, so you're gonna only have known Michael Colby, the main commentator. You might have heard Jim Ross when you were very young, but for your main part of your fandom, it's been Michael Cole. And then AEW starts, and you watch it because it's wrestling, and you hear Jim Ross, and you go, oh, this guy's all right. But yeah, he makes a bit of a few fuck-ups, and he's not quite as good as Excalibur, is he? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, to, to those sort of fans, Jim Ross is, uh, is in his prime was so long ago. That, that 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 that's what led me down this rabbit hole, and what got what I started thinking was it's interesting for me that I I can think of three times where it's been the best time to be a wrestling fan in my lifetime, and because that I'm that little bit older than you, my first go round with wrestling, as many people know from my flat days when I had the wrestling ring over my left shoulder, and it had my figures in it. Which, of course, I'm sure you all remember were Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, because reasons, Big Boss Man, The Legion of Doom, Undertaker and the British Bulldog. They were the wrestling figures that you could see in that ring. And I was thinking to myself that, it, so I was, let me think, I went to high school in 1993, right? And think about all those figures that I had then must have been pre-93, because, you know, Bulldog was gone by the end of 92, for example, as was Hawk from the Legion of Doom. So must be 91, 92 that I had these figures. But I remember everyone at school had wrestling stuff, you know. Um, yep. I, so I clearly remember us all having stickers, for example, and having the trading cards. We all had our figures. I thought about this this morning. I remembered that when I was I was five years old or six years old, yeah, because you used to Year, no, not five years old, year five or six. I, re- I remember this this morning. A guy got expelled from my primary school for doing a fucking pile driver on someone and fucking split his head open. And it was one of those. I, rem- I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought that thought for years until I thought about it this morning. It probably was me getting pile driven, to be fair, wasn't it? <laughs> so I thought, oh, that. so it, it's interesting that one of the things I was hoping that you would actually say was that you had said, um, that 96 to 2001 is your like go-to to watch and what another thing that I was thinking about this on this topic is where do I consider my golden era sort of thing that, that it's interesting that I have not watched outside of watching OSW review the shows I haven't watched the 1991-92 shows in 20 years I at no point yeah. considered reviewing 
any of them when I was a full-time reviewer because it just has no interest in me whatsoever, even though that is those shows that made me into a wrestling fan in the first place. I was, it was always, oh my God, how does that one work? And the other thing that I was thinking about that sort of time was that at that time you believed it was real. So that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Like it was, when you got into it, did you believe in kayfabe? Or like, like I say, for, for all that time, I was, I was a... I was a mark. I was a complete fan. Didn't, you know, if someone said his face, like, well, no, you it really is. Mark, that's your name. He's a funny one, this guy, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah. Did you, with, so, yeah, what, 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 in the, that's come around in such a way that I was hoping that I wanted to ask you, you know, when, when you first got into the, the best of the business, did you, did you know it was fake? Did you know it was real? Did you, um, or did, sorry, did you think it was real? Did you, cause how, how, how old were you in 1998? Uh, 10, 11. Yeah, so I was I was that little bit younger than you were when I became a fan. We, we knew it, we we knew it wasn't real, but we we believed it was nice. like it, 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 at that age when you know those things were going on. You believed it was you, you bought it, yeah, you know, which is why everyone came out with it. Um, my 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 favorite year. I mean, you know, my go to rainy day show is uh, Super Jacob. Like, you know, nothing to do with the Attitude Era. And my favorite year in wrestling is is um, I'm promoted Japan in '95. Okay. So nothing to do with <laughs> the Attitude Era, but I just think that year was the best time to be a fan. You know. But at that time, I remember in 2000 when they used to show pay per views on Channel Four. Of course, yeah, four year, yeah. And my dad actually he he taped the the Rumble. Nice. Um, and he saw Triple H matches Jack, and he he remember telling me like he thought it was real, because he 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 didn't know he he thought it was real, and you know eventually down the line we sort of explained it to him and he he, he got it he understood it he you know, and it was just one of those things where it was just like yeah you know that was you know kind of not the best introduction did he, did, for him. Did he take the Mickey out of it? Just, or like, did he um, did he take the Mickey out of it? No, he didn't. He respected it. The only, and... reason, the only reason I asked that is because, you know, I'm sure many people remember my ex-girlfriend, Lisa. Um, when her father was alive, um, um, Lisa's brother, Alex, who you remember, Dan, I'm sure, and I would, we would watch pay-per-views. Yeah. So, but, so Malcolm died in 2005. So oh. I'm talking like 2002, 2003 pay-per-views. And he would stay up, you know, maybe watch the first couple of matches with us when we were watching a show. And he would always, oh, this is bollocks, isn't it? Like, oh, this is bollocks. Oh, look at the state of him. Oh, look at the state of her. The one wrestler that he always fucking got to the edge of his seat for was fucking Scott Steiner. Because he was always like, yeah, that that guy, that guy looks like a fucking wrestler. Like, of all fucking wrestlers, the one who yeah. like, can barely fucking walk because he's so fucking big. It's the one that he used to pop for. <laughs> the, the thing is, at the time, this is kind of a personal story, but you know, I'm happy to share. Like He, he, he watched the Rumble the, the next show that was shown on Channel 4, by my memory, was Backlash 2000. Correct, one of my favourites. And we watched it together. And I just remember both of us when... And he keep in mind, he'd never seen Austin before. Mm. Because he became a fan in 2000. He'd never seen Austin before. But when Austin came <laughs> back at uh, Backlash 2000 and, and they had the, the, the Rock Triple H match, which is a personal favourite of your, yours and oh, mine anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. But that that might um and he you know, he popped for that and I popped you know as well. 
And it was just one of those things where it was just like, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But he didn't have, he'd never seen Austin wrestle before. And it was just one of those things where it was just like, okay, now we can share that, you know, and, that, and, that, and I thought that was so cool. <coughs> I'm sorry, I took way too big a pull on me, babe. Way too big a pull. <laughs> but yeah, like at that time, it was just like, and in that era, it was just like, you know what? This this is how it should be. This is what wrestling is. Yeah. You know, I love the art. I love, like I said, you know, 94, 95 Japan, give me that any day. And, <laughs> and you know me, I'll, I'll, I'll sit through that and I love every minute of it. But as far as an, uh, WWE and, and the entertainment and the, the popular, you know, um, the popular aspect of it goes, that time, I mean, 2000 was just a great year anyway to be a wrestling yeah, fan. Yeah, of course it was. 99, everyone, you, you either love it or you hate it. 98, for me personally, you know, um, I, I love because it was my first year being a wrestling fan. 97, I know your boy, um, Scott Keith, he says it was the last great year in, in wrestling. Um, and then you got 96, which has just got, you know, it's it's got great things in it. So from 96 to 2001, I will say there is something each year that makes it very appealing to a, a wrestling fan of any generation. So you know, I know people now who will go back and watch things from there and they, they weren't, you know, clued up about who was who and, and, you know, what was going on. But people will prefer it to what's going on now. So... I, I'm I'm in complete agreement with pretty much everything you just said. To be honest, I I'm I was I've, I said I think I mentioned on the on episode one I was at exactly the right time for the Attitude Era to come along, because in 90, you were. in yeah. 1998 I was 16 years old, so it's just that right yeah. point of like of you know the, the the target audience they were going for 18 to 45 oh, weren't they? So I was just that little bit less than their target audience. But you know seeing tits on fucking pay per view was fantastic. But I've been you know back in back in into the wrestling since about 96. Is that how we all watch wrestling? Tits, tits man. So yeah, nice. I loved I loved 97 as you all know. Um, and yeah, even though I've I've, I've I've ripped on the pay per views so many times, it's not even funny. But I still loved at the time watching King of the Ring and SummerSlam. I loved fucking Survivor Series '98 when we watched it live. You know, actually, we can, can we just just for a second just go back to '97 because mm-hmm. '97 had an okay rumble. Uh, Mania wasn't great. You had Canadian Stampede. Canadian Stampede is one of my all-time favourite shows, and it's one of the most most underrated shows. You never hear people talk about it, and they're like, they're top fives, apart from me. Yeah. It, 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 it's a great show. It, it's, five, I believe, five matches, is it, or four? It's four matches, and it's two hours but long. It's, it's, it's so just, easy to watch. It's, it's one of those shows just... that I, um, I've... I don't ever, I don't ever want like anyone like OSW to review it because I know that there's nothing funny to them for them to take the piss out of. You know, it's just a genuinely good, solid show. Yeah, um, I, I agree completely. The um, King of the Ring wasn't great, and Survivor Series was Survivor Series, which is talking points. And SummerSlam, I, I love Taker versus Brett. I mentioned this in a previous episode where you know you saw Taker wrestle, mm-hmm. and yeah. he, Brett obviously you know can work with anybody, but. I yeah um, ninety seven the, the rise of Austin the fall of Brett 
all of that stuff with Vince, everything. 97 was a great year. Mm. Um, as on, far both as sides. on both sides, it was great. And even if you get into WCW in, mm, exactly. in 97, exactly. and ECW had their first pay-per-view in 97. 97 was a huge yeah, year huge. for the wrestling business. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, it and, a big game changer in all of the areas, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Revenue went off the fucking scales, and house show attendance went up, and TV ratings just went up and up and up and up and up. You'd think that there'd be only a finite amount of people watching that. They were just getting entire swathes of new fans in week on week. Fantastic. Do you think, and not to toot his trumpet any more than he needs it to be, but do you think the wrestling business changed for the worse when... Brett left WWE. Um, I think that I think there was more to do with the character, for sure. Um, I, I wish Brett would have been the one who put. I wish Brett could have kept the championship and put it on Stone Cold at WrestleMania. I know that much. Because you know they'd had they'd had that. two matches. Yeah. They'd had two really great matches. Imagine one more match between them where Austin wins the championship. Yeah, who was short of Brett? Pardon. Who was Sean of Worth? Uh, yeah, because I mean, the feud with the Undertaker was completely done, isn't it? So I don't know. It's the truth. I don't know. Or would it have got Austin even more if it had been a triple threat? Michaels would have worked with Triple H in a control with DX match. I reckon. Because you could have had That's you fair. could have had Triple H beating Sean at WrestleMania and doing the whole thing that they did that they did with DX from there. I'm the, I'm the guy now. That would have made Triple H into a superstar. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have worked. Oh yeah, so right. Let, let me and then go. have Brett. Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. But let me go back to where ninety-seven. I, I think gets. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was just, I was, sorry. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, like, I think 97 is criminally underrated mm. as far as being a wrestling fan. Again, you just don't talk. You don't, talk. you don't hear people talking about it at all. So what I was going to ask you is, um, is mm. so, as I said, um, yeah, 1998, um, doing my GCSEs, I'm meant to be fucking studying and I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> went to, as I mentioned on the of previous course. episode, went to college, met a guy whose name I cannot remember. I spent two, two years within pretty much every day of our lives. I cannot remember the fucking guy's name. It could be fucking anything. But anyway, because both went into... into some guy. Some guy. Some guy <laughs> at college who was wearing a wrestling t-shirt and we got talking and we were mates for two years. Uh, the, the best time to be a wrestling fan and then it became a, all of our group of friends back in... Because I went to, went to um, college in a different town to where I lived. All of my group of friends um, in, in my hometown, we all just watch wrestling and just all we talked about was wrestling and it was our all consuming thing from from yeah so from 1998 until pretty much until Wrestlemania 17 it was interesting the amount of people who went off and turned heel and just went I don't want to watch this anymore it's funny that is um, well, yeah so that's that, that once again I'm, I'm try, where I'm trying to get to with this is that my all of my group of friends mate loved wrestling and what that meant is that especially pay, pay-per-views were a social thing you know you got all, mm. all of us went round to, we had like four or five of our 20-person crew who had Sky Sports. So they, they would take it in turns to go around and all we knew everyone's mums and it was always a, you know, we were allowed to go around. It's always, a, it's, what, oh, it's just what we did. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, my, my question to you was, um, was, um, was it, was your social group the same? Was it, um, or was it just yourself? Well, obviously- Mine was a bit different because obviously we were in school, 
So we, we went to high school or secondary school, we were still at school. Um, and this was borderline when people were leaving school and, and things like that to go to secondary school. But we, we, what we used to do is the people who had Sky Sports would tape the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. And they were four. And then they'd go around the classroom, so you'd lend it to this person and to this person. And by the end of the week, everyone would watch the show. So that's how it worked. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, magazine figures, all, all the memorabilia and all of that stuff, you know, everyone, yeah, had it. It was just a case of waiting for the, the person to bring the tape in so you could actually watch it. Because, again, no internet. And you, you can catch up on things like, like that. So if you didn't have Sky Sports, I didn't have Sky no, Sports. No, I, I wasn't on Sky Sports. So... Believe it or not, when WCW came to Channel Five in 2000, mm. it was like a blessing. Oh, yeah. It was like that was a problem for us. You know, we can watch we can watch worldwide now. You know. Yeah, I've, I've told and, I've told the story many a time that our Friday nights were we used to go to this one particular pub in Congleton that had a karaoke night on a Friday night. So we would yeah. go to, and of course, I've told this story a couple of times recently that um, I, I was 17. At these times, because it was ninety, so it's ninety nine, two thousand. I turned eighteen in two thousand. So we would, yeah, we, we would go to this one particular pub that did a karaoke night on a Friday night. But we would go to a, one particular mate. He lived next door to the pub. He had his own little flat, and so we would go around to his and watch worldwide, and then go to the pub yeah. and do karaoke for a few hours. And if we couldn't, if we, if 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 um, sometimes we'd go off. There was one nightclub in the town that I grew up in, so sometimes we'd try and go to the nightclub. But we, oh, it was always a case of one of us wouldn't get in, so it just wasn't worth it. So it was always a case of going to one of the other mates who's got Sky Sports and watching Raw, because of course Raw used to be broadcast on a Friday night, and you know that that was my life for years. <laughs> it was fantastic. So, so yeah, for me, night. the social aspect of it made it so much more special. Yeah, and, and I, I, I completely get that. And obviously that's like sort of the, the, the embryonic stages of our friendship is the, the social aspect of going to wrestling shows. But the uh, I remember my dad used to tape Sunday Night Heat and we used to watch it on the Monday. Hmm. And my grandparents would take, who you know personally, they'd used to tape it worldwide on the Friday and I'd watch it with them at the weekend because I used to go and visit my grandparents at the weekend. So it was a case of, you know, everyone in my family understood and accepted and watched wrestling because I liked it. Mm. And that was so cool mm. because it was like, well, I knew that I would always have, wherever I was, I would always have wrestling mm. to watch. And I, I became obsessed with it instantly, as, as you know, you did, as, as probably 99% of everybody watching this did. Yeah. But, I mean, for me, the, the, the social aspect, you know, that really transpired when I was at started going to shows and started seeing live yeah, events yeah, yeah. and things like that and then when the internet came along you get you know you got to, to buy pay-per-views online and and you got to watch them that way and i remember do you remember the name silver vision yes of course yes so when they did the website and, uh, you got the wwe dvds and, and vhs's by now paying 15 pounds i remember don't ask me why but 15 pounds from no way out 2002 <laughs> like <laughs> You know, things like that. Like, you know, you spent your money because you wanted to watch it. And even if the show was shit, you didn't care. You gave it your time. You gave it your money because you cared. And there's people to this day who still do that, and you and me are two of them. But, you know, you, you if there was a way of watching something, you would find a way to watch it. Mm-hmm. And Tape trading, for example. Like, or before, back yeah, magazines, or before streaming came along. Yeah. 
so that that was kind of for me that was like i didn't have pub element of it when during the attitude era and stuff it was all trading tapes and, and things like that and, and recording Man, you know, what we could. my, my local any, library my local library in congleton had wrf tapes there and we i, I clearly remember we, uh, do you remember breakdown which was the it was um it was the undertaker versus kane and austin oh, the was the referee threat, yeah. oh was it the triple yeah. threat which yeah. judgment day was one of them i forget which one it was now but yeah whichever one that whichever one the judgment one, day Judgment Day was Austin as the guest ref. Right, so that's that's the one. It was Judgment Day, nineteen ninety eight, and we borrowed that, and someone yep. pinched out of Max's flat, <laughs> and so <laughs> so he got a massive fine for someone pinching this average at best pay per view. <laughs> so one, yeah. So one of the reasons I got, I got onto this topic when I was thinking when I've been thinking about it was that I think one of the reasons that I don't enjoy wrestling as much these days is that I don't have that I'm going to sit down with me mates and watch some wrestling. It's just, it's always, a, unless it's a big one, like we always watch WrestleMania together, be it on something like this or in person, but unless it's a, a really big um, show, I'll, I'll be watching it on my own. And nine times out of ten, I just don't want to. And I think the last point is what I wanted to make about is, is about the, when there's the best time to be a fan. Is something you just alluded to, is it... Is now the best time to be a, a wrestling fan just because even if you don't watch the current product, you can be like us and have instantaneous access to pretty much any wrestling show there's ever been. And that is what it, it, you asked me on the on the pilot, you know, when did you give up about wrestling? When, when did you give up on wrestling? And the answer is like, I don't think I ever will truly like completely give up on it. While we live in a digital age, where if I can, so I, you know, I, you guys know, I read, I read a lot of books. I've just, I've just finished um, a book called Titan Sinking, which is all about the WWF in 1998, and you know, and it's, it's, there's three of them. There's one from '96, and there's one from '97 as well. And they're just, they're so brilliant. If, if you like wrestling books, go and give them a, a read because they are just wonderful to read. And while I can get books like that, and while I can get Pretty much, like I say, pretty much any. I mean, the network have my money for all of time. All of time. Even if I watch one match a month, a month, sorry, if I watch one documentary a month, if I watch one little bit, there's Dave, you know, as long as I get something a month, then I've got me tennis worth, haven't it? And I'm happy about that. And like I said, they'll, they'll have it forever on that just in case I want to watch something. I think, you know, the day I'm recording this, I've watched maybe two things on the network this month. One was the untold story. Of AJ Styles' Rumble um, debut, and I watched Bailey's interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's it. Do you reckon I've got a tennis worth? Probably not, but at the same time, I don't want to be that one time where I go, oh, I'd really like to watch Fully Loaded 2000 with Dan. Ah, oh, fuck, I haven't got the network anymore. I can't. Because, of course, I've only ever got it on VHS and I can't fucking see it again. I refuse to use torrents these days. Yeah, so yeah, my, my last point is what I wanted to make, ask you is do you reckon that because of technology, we are probably living in the best time to be a wrestling fan? No, and in my personal opinion, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. This this might not appeal to anybody watching this video, but this is my personal thing on this. So, after I became a fan, uh, mine, and again, back to my grandparents, used to go shopping in Milton Keynes. Uh, they used to have a market there. They still do. Um, big shopping centre, they got a market. And we used to go buy HMV. Um, and they used to have loads of, like, old-school... WWF tapes 
So we're talking like Battle Royale at the Albert Hall, uh, In Your House, Buried Alive, you know, Survivor Series 99. They used to have all of these random collection of wrestling tapes there, which they still do. I'm sure they still have a wrestling section there. But um, we used to, I used to go there as a kid with my grandparents, and they used to say, okay, you can have one, one tape. You know, you can pick a tape and we'll buy it for you. And I didn't have a clue what any of the matches, apart from the back of the cover, mm. and, you know, I, uh, who was facing who, I didn't know how good the matches were. I didn't know how long the matches were. I didn't know, you know, what people thought of the matches or what the outcome of the show was, because, again, there wasn't any internet. So for me, there was still that, I don't know if suspicion of disbelief is the correct term, but there was still that unknown yeah. about it. You know, and it was just like, oh, I'm going to get this one. This one looks good. You know, these matches are on it. I want to watch this. And they'd buy it for me. And I'd be so excited to go home and watch it, not knowing what I was about to see. So it could be the worst show in the world. But I was so excited that I'd, I'd have a, a, a new show to watch. You don't have that anymore. All the results are out there. You know, you, you, know, you, you buy something online. You buy online and you go look at you know oh yeah this happened this last this match lasted this long dave Meltzer gave it this many stars so it's this good you know back in that time as a kid you know you get a you get a new tape and it's just like you know oh i don't care about anything else i just want to go home and watch it do you remember could... the last time i came to your house so just a point about you just mentioned about dave Meltzer. um do you remember the last time I came to your house and we got talking about Uncensored 99 and how my review, yeah, one of the things that make, always yeah. makes us laugh about uh, my my review is when yeah. David Flair comes out of the main event and his helpful advice is to Hulk Hogan to Hulk up. And we always say it's fucking hilarious, that is. And we <laughs> stopped... thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got talking about that. This is October 2020 and we got, um, we, yeah. we got talking about that. And we were like, oh, we need to fucking watch that sometime. And I said to you, I made a, a vow to you, I promise you, I'm not even going to look up the card or any reviews or anything until we sit down and watch it. Two months go by. At no point, oh yeah, I've been thinking we need to watch this show. And at no point have I even looked up the card. And it made for such a better viewing experience. It was. It made yeah. us. I don't. I was like. I remember the main event. I, you know, how can I fucking forget Rick Flair versus Hulk Hogan in the cage match, first blood match in the cage for that matter. And the rest of the card I couldn't remember at all. I just couldn't remember any part of it. And it's like, oh, this, I'm looking forward to this, even if it's bollocks, because I don't remember anything about it. So that's a really great point you've just raised. I hadn't thought of that at all. Wrestling is great when you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. People watch wrestling with the understanding that they know what's going to happen. That's what wrestling has become. Hmm. Because right, they yeah. either want to be proven right, or they just want to say, yeah, well, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but is that, is, wrestling is, was great. Is that... You, it, you just... Like, it's only so simple as a videotape that you hadn't seen before, and you look at the back... Because the old videotapes for those... And DVDs, they, they list the, the matches on the back. Mm -hmm. They still do, probably do it now, but... Back then, you know, they, they listed the matches on the back and they used to have, like, a picture of the superstar who was competing in it. And you'd buy it and you'd think to yourself, you know, oh, I can't wait to see, you know, this match and, and you know, this looks like a really good show. That's when wrestling was great. Yeah. You know, that was when you looked forward to it. People don't, in my opinion, look forward to wrestling anymore because they understand everything that's going to happen. They can always, in you know... Can, 
they, they always come up with ideas for, for, you know, oh, this should happen because of this reason, and it does happen, and they say, oh, yeah, I was right. It's just like there's no unknown anymore. There was then, and I miss that. Mm. I don't want to say the internet has killed wrestling. I, I, I'm not going to be that guy, but that for me was the best time to be a fan. I love it. Because it was, it was just like, you know, for, for £15 or whatever it was, to, to have that feeling of, oh, yeah, this is new. This is this is exciting. This is, And even, like I said, so that day, the, the day that I'm referring to in Milton Keynes, when, when I went with my grandparents, you know, they bought me In Your House 11, which was buried alive. Nice. Good choice. You know yeah, and it's just like you know, and I still have that tape somewhere. Yeah, and you'll, it's you'll just never like, play it again, will you? But you can't get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, when I when I moved when I moved, like, to, when I moved when I moved to Broadway it was when I was I'm going through my fucking wrestling tapes, going, oh no, I'll never watch that one again. I, I I've got the, the double pack of um, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17. It's got WrestleMania 17, and it's got um, the Manchester No Mercy from '99 in it. I'll never watch either of them ever yeah. again. I ain't chucking that yeah. shit out. That's rare as fuck. In <laughs> 20 years time I'm worth and the fortune I've got the, Mania, say that, I've got the Mania 16 that came with Capital Carnage oh, God and there's people out there saying yes I have that too mm. let us know I'm in the sure comments but at the same time it's just like that was the last time I remember not caring because I've always cared about wrestling but it was the last time I was excited about wrestling and that's what you know, drew me to, to being a fan of the excitement of something that I hadn't seen before mm. or, or knowing what was going to happen. That's a really, really... Because now everybody knows. It's a really interesting answer because you don't... I mean, there's very even there's very few spoilers these days, isn't there? And, yeah, unless you want... If you, I mean, you, you can't... If you want to go on social media at all, and I know this isn't a problem for you, if you want to go on social media at all, you've got to expect the day after a show... To, to see the results you know because mm. you know it's it's one of those things i suppose that 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 should make it more safe if you want if you don't want it to be spoiled you've got to watch it so um yeah this this has been a really interesting one like i say i've, I've got three best times i've got the when i first discovered it which was in the early 90s but it, as i say it's really interesting that i don't ever watch those shows and don't look back at them whether with many of them with nostalgia and then like yourself it's the attitude era all the way from me because but a lot of that was more the social aspect I, I think i forget about the social aspect when i when i used to do my reviews where i would just absolutely belittle the shit out of the pay-per-views it wasn't just the pay-per-views that made the attitude era special it's the roars and later on it became when the smackdowns with with that it was yeah. the characters and it was the you know, the in-ring action. Yeah, you know, it's like two thousand. If you compare the in-ring action from two thousand to nineteen ninety-eight, it's night and day. You know, the work rate is so much better, as well as having those great characters and the blood and the weapons and everything like that that we fell in love with in the Astro era. The work rate goes up through the roof. We got when you've got Taz, Perry Saturn, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Jericho comes in, Eddie Guerrero. You know, when the, when those lot come in, when the rest the rest You're of the yeah, well, yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then, look, can, can we just touch base on this because this is a very good point. We've watched, you know, lots of wrestling. Like last year, twenty twenty, we we watched uh, live shows and things. There was one night in particular where it was like three in the morning, and and you said, you know, do you want to watch an old school episode of Raw mm. or just a, a just a main event or something? Oh, do you remember which one and I fucking chose? On the... Do you remember the one I chose? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I chose the uh, it was the, the ten man five on five match on Raw main event. If you're wondering, 
And it was, we just sat there watching it going, this is the actual tits, isn't it? This is so entertaining. And then at the very end, fucking Kane comes out and destroys everyone, and it's just the best. (laughs) People people watch wrestling because they want to feel excited about something they care about. Mm. That's well said, yeah. When was the last time you did? And that's not to you, that's just to people in general. When was the last time? There's still got to be lots of people who are tuning into Raw every week, every week without fail. You know, there's people who, yeah, there's people who are the, the core WWE fans to. who are always going to watch, which I just cannot do. A three-hour three long show, I just don't care enough. But as I was, as I was, argue, as I was arguing before, I do think that today's fans are so fucking lucky to have this, you know, this, this, I mean, there's, there's enough content on the network to watch wrestling every day for the rest of your life and watch a different show. I mean, that's, un- that's the- yeah. unbelievable. Just unbelievable the amount of content there is for a tenor. It's madness. Which is why I would say that my third my third vote would be for right this second, literally right now today, is the best time to be a wrestling fan. From a, you know, if you take away the... If you take away your personal feelings which we've both got and we've both got very strong attachments to a certain time period in wrestling i think if you take those away from it right this second is the best time to be a wrestling fan what do you think I, folks I, go on wrap it up for me man i, I, just, say, I, I just say i think i think the network's great i i think that uh, i you know i subscribe to, to new japan uh well and uh, tna have their thing uh, and you got Fight TV now as well, which uh, does uh, AEW. But I liked a time when you didn't have to skip. Ooh, yeah. Where you had to sit and watch it, even if it was bad. Yes. You would sit and watch it, and you'd think to yourself, "This is the best thing ever." Can you remember a single for me... frame of the WCW Worldwide you watched in two thousand? Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I don't remember any sequence. matches at all. But saying that, I was seventeen, was so it was always. Like, a... I remember the intro. I remember he had. I watched it with my my grandparents. I had three um, screens in front of him or something, and he sat there. He wore glasses, and that was the first time I said, "Why is a dude wearing shades indoors?" <laughs> and he was <laughs> he sat there, and he had like a mouse, and he clicked it, and it, it went into the intro. And I remember thinking to myself, "All right, this is WCW. It's a little different." But I remember that. Yeah, that was the intro for Worldwide. Yeah, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But I'm, ju- I ju- I'm just cu- I'm just curious as to you know because it was like so just from my point of view, it may be because as as I say, seventeen. Um, most young adults go through like a cider phase or something like that. I went straight. My first alcoholic drink was as a Jack Daniels, and here I am, all this time. Yeah. So we would get a bottle of Jack between oh, us, and we get which, this is my ones. We would get an eighth of weed, and it would last us all weekend. So there's only three of us who were in, in this in this little flat, and it used to be oh, we used to get really fucked up, and then go to the fucking pub next door and do karaoke at the top of our lungs, and it was wonderful. It was fucking great. And I think I've told this story recently. I've heard you do, Kevin. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go back to that yeah. another time. But my, um, my, no, my, mine's a little bit different. I, I was not, and I found my uh, granddad's bottle of uh, famous grouse, Oof. and it, it was the, uh, it was the same colour as apple juice. So me being the, the nine-year-old oh, curious the Dan that I was. Oh, the irony! 
Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. And all those years, yeah, yeah. all those years I'm, later, I'm... we used apple juice instead of whiskey in a fucking UBW match, which is right here, right there. You see, <laughs> just there. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. God, have you? So yeah, Full can you wrap this I, one up for I, us? I just, I, I will, I will just say that based on the question that you asked me. The best time in, in to be a wrestling fan, it, it's going to be different for everybody. But I think the best time to be a wrestling fan is when you care and when it's when it's new, when it's exciting, when you when you actually care. Whether you have to spend money on it, whether you have to dedicate your time to it, if it's something new, something you haven't seen before, and something you care about, that's when it's the best time to be a fan. I love it. That's a really really great answer. So, ladies and gentlemen. As with all of these videos, we would love it if you let us know down below when you think is the best time to be a wrestling fan. This has been a lot of fun, man. This has been a really fucking interesting. Yeah, I told I, you. When I thought about it, I was like, oh, that'll, great. that'll create some really good discussion between us and potentially down below. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get notifications every time we upload a video. We're going to do these like every two weeks. So, um, and we've still got tons of. It will end up being once a week. It will do. Well, it depends, it depends on, <laughs> on the public demand at the end of the day. If the people want us to do one yeah. a week, then we will. But right now, I just think if we do one every two weeks, yeah, we can sort of get. Maybe we'll send one get on the network. There's, uh, there's an idea about having some guests guests on the show as well. And um, there's a couple of people that I would really like to come on about and have. Just people who have got um, things that we can talk about that we've got a common interest here, well, like Dan and I have, and, and a third person. There's a couple of ideas I really think will be really interesting to do. Um, yeah, so... Also, you might do a live one, so people want to well, live stream us yeah, questions yeah. or anything like that. If, if it's possible it. to have it like this on YouTube or something like that, that'd be a great idea. I'd really like that. A live Q&A would be a lot of fun, especially if it's not like just questions like. from me, because we can get two different perspectives on a lot of topics that would be something i'd really like to do so yeah as as we said at the start follow me on instagram and twitter don't follow dan because you know doesn't have them so it's just one of those things we really hope you've enjoyed this this has been an absolute blast for me really enjoyable topic and uh, yeah we'd love to know what you think down below and um yeah let us know if there's something that you would like to talk about because one of the episodes we really want to do is put a load of your topics into a spinner doing one at a time and um, yeah that'd be something give us top fives if you really want to because thing is top fives is you have to think about something on the on the spot don't you and that's the problem exactly so it's, it's i suppose on the one hand it's whatever comes into your head but at the same time it's the oh i think i'd rather if you want to be accurate, i'd rather be you know have a bit of prep on this one saying that if, if we do the spinner one surely we will have to have advance warning of what's coming because the comments will be right there and to put them into the spinner we'll know what they are so the belt that's just it's it's we call it something else. Can we call it like a you know spin the wheel, mate? <laughs> think I'm scared of you? You think I'm scared of some wheel? <laughs> White Castle of Fear. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for watching this. If you've, watched... oh, we really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I've really, this yeah. has been, a, this been, been a lot of fun. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for watching. And take easy. I'm Mark. He's been down. Thanks for watching, people. It's a goddamn siege. Damn siege. Damn siege.